to their back bullpen in deep right center. And here come the Blue Jays, number 32 for Vlad. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily from BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker with you on this Thursday morning. Let's do a little prop shopping here. Pick our favorites for the day. NFL special player prop combos. I can't wait for Taylor Fade coming up in our next segment. And then we'll get to lightning bets later on in the show here before we wrap up. But, Cody, I mean, how about this? You hit it yesterday, the Vlad Jr. home run prop. And this show is having a week here, really having a, a run for the past couple weeks. We just keep hitting these home run props. So Monday, Tim Anderson, Max Muncy. Tuesday, Josh Donaldson. Wednesday, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, it's it's a rule. The people come to this show for the home run props. We had one listener. I, I thought it was awesome yesterday. He was he was trying to find the Darren Ruff prop that was not posted except at one book. I think it went off at plus 450. Ruff did not homer last night. But I just love that people are, are out seeking our off-the-radar home run props. It's great. I'm not going to – if if Ruff did homer yesterday, I was going to lose my mind. Like, absolutely lose my mind if it happened because that was the most out-of-nowhere pick I could have ever heard. I So much so, literally, we our, that listener, he finally found it, what, an hour and a half before yeah. game time? Yeah, even when the lineups were posted, some of the books didn't put them in. You know, they had like 10 or 12 of the players, not all of the 18 in the lineup or whatever, but it was wild. So we'll get to some props here um, and some thoughts on tonight's game, strikeout props, home run props, uh, and maybe some run stuff. But I, let's bring this up quickly here. So I know you wanted to, you had something that, that was kind of pet peeve or you, you brought it up. The, the pitchers that are pointing to these to the sky when the home run goes up, what are you noticing here, Cody? Because this keeps happening. Okay, so – I don't know what else to say this. It's just a weird ego thing that pitchers do. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with anything other than ego. Whenever you see a pitcher throw a ball and you see a ball hit up in the air and they immediately point, you know, you think they're pointing at where the ball is. It's it's not. It's more for them than to somebody else. My favorite thing, and it's also my least favorite thing, is every single time, because this happens so often, you hit a home run and the pitcher thinks it's a pop-up and points up twice this week. Not once. It happened yesterday. It happened with Jeff Hoffman uh, when he pointed at this grand slam yesterday that Dom Smith hit, but also the walk-off grand slam by Pittsburgh was pointed up by Edwin Diaz. Yep. Like, what are you guys doing? Stop pointing at home runs, you idiots. Do you think it has anything to do with like, I know that they changed the ball this year, but in the past couple of years, the ball would fly out, right? It, 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 balls that you would think would be flyouts would go over the wall. Like, do you think off the bat contact, the pitcher sees it and thinks there's no way that's out? It, it's got to be a fly ball? Because they look like idiots. Like, yes. Diaz on Sunday looks like an idiot when he's pointing to the sky and the ball's landing in the crowd. You just lost the game, pal. What are you doing? Oh, and it wasn't that it landed like a wall scraper. It was like three rows deep. Yeah. It was gone, very gone. And the funny thing was the hitter absolutely knew it when it was off the bat. Yesterday, Dom Smith, it only went in the second row, but Dom Smith knew he got it. Like, you could clearly see that dismount. He's like, gotcha. And he just takes off while Jeff Hoffman's just pointing at this grand slam that's going to cost his team the game. It's almost the other side of when the hitter thinks he's got it and he kind of pimps it and he walks out of the box, right? He doesn't run and then it hits the wall or it's sometimes it's caught. I've seen it caught before where like the guy thinks he's got it and then it's caught at the wall. This it's almost like everyone just can't read the room. Like you can't you, like you think, you know, and you don't know and you kind of look silly. 
it's immediate secondhand embarrassment for me. Immediate. <laughs> like, I just feel so embarrassed for you. And it's something that's similar. There's another thing that hitters do, by the way. A lot of hitters do. And you'll notice it. And once you start noticing, it's going to drive you nuts. And it's when a hitter steps in the box, takes a strike that's kind of borderline early in the count, could go kind of either way, and gets the strike call. And he just starts nodding his head feverishly, just, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was a strike. I knew that. I knew that. I, I meant that. I didn't want to swing at that. I didn't want I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Every I'm fine being time. down 0-1. No big deal. This is not. This is not like I just am down in the counter. Anything. No worries here. All right, let's get to some props for tonight. We go prop shopping here. Thoughts on some of these? All right. So I didn't mention um, a home run prop earlier in our baseball segment. I line them up, but I've got one I'm looking at right now that might make it into lightning bets. So typically, Cody, when I look at these, I'm, I'm looking for some history, right? A guy that's had a home run or two off of a particular pitcher. There's got to be a reason for that over time. And I'm looking at a, a matchup tonight that does not have home run history, but has incredible history in just hitting the ball. So Xander Borgars tonight, shortstop for the Red Sox. He is going up against Jordan Montgomery, left-handed pitcher for the Yankees. The game is at Fenway Park. He has 19 at-bats against Montgomery. He is 9 of 19. He hits this guy. He just hasn't taken one over the wall yet. You get a plus 310. I feel like that's pretty good. Like When you're 9 of 19, you must see that pitcher really really well. And Bogarts obviously has a lot of power. I, I I like the idea of Bogarts taking Montgomery out early in this game tonight. I like that too. And it, you might be right. And he has had a good history of facing him. When I look at home run props and when I look at these prop, props, it's not, not always history that I'm looking at. It's more so matchups that I look at. And there is one home run prop matchup that I do like tonight. And that is going to be taking place in the Angels Minnesota game because I have mentioned we mentioned the crackdown we talked about Edwin Diaz and everything that's been going on with his spin rate and spin efficiency another pitcher who has had a lot of issues with that mainly with control since they've started doing this is Kenta Maeda so Kenta Maeda is facing Shohei Otani and I like that matchup for Shohei I think Shohei is going to hit number 30 what five tonight or is it 34 yeah. I think it'd be number 35. 30, 35 is coming tonight off of Kenta Maeda I like that. And you I mean it's pretty cool those two matching up. I I don't know if they have yet. Me uh, I don't know either. Yeah, obviously that's a big deal in Japan. Um mm -hmm. I am always amazed at or was amazed at the level of not just interest but like manpower to cover Japanese stars here in America. So for a couple of years Cody before I, I started doing radio full time, I was uh like almost like a a writer for the Star Ledger in New Jersey, a newspaper. And I would be a backup beat writer. I would cover baseball games when the actual beat writers for the teams were not there. So I would go to Yankees games a lot. And, uh, you know, this was around the time, I'm trying to remember, oh, it was, a uh, who was the pitcher? Tanaka. Masahiro mm -hmm. Tanaka was on the team. Like, so he's one guy. One, and he's a starting pitcher. So he pitches, what, once every five days? They had, there was a contingent. I don't know if it was from one publication or multiple, but there must have been six or seven Japanese writers who were there every game covering the Yankees just to follow everything Masahiro Tanaka did. He was a rock star. So yeah. I just think it's cool that we get that matchup tonight because I just imagine that's being covered in Japan. Like it's the biggest sporting event in the world outside the Olympics. It's got to be because it's arguably the best Japanese pitcher in Major League Baseball against the best Japanese player and arguably probably one of the best player, not one of the best player in the world. So this is going to be something really cool to watch tonight. I don't know if they have much of a history against each other at all over in Japan or over here or if they even played together. They might have completely missed each other in case we don't remember. Kenta Maeda has been here for a little while. Yeah, it's true.
Uh, and he's a little bit older too. He's mm-hmm. he's been here a little while. He's older. Obviously, Otani is the younger guy. All right, let me uh, give you a couple or at least one strikeout prop that I think is interesting tonight. Walker Bueller. You mentioned earlier you like the Dodgers and you think tonight's a good night for them trying to split that series. Well, Walker Bueller, his over/under case tonight is six and a half. Here's why I think it's interesting. So he's faced the Giants three times, and he hasn't had gr- you know gigantic strikeout games against the Giants. But here's what's important: he's gone deep into those games each time. So he's faced the Giants three times, seven innings, six innings, six and two thirds. Cody, if you give me six plus innings of Walker Bueller, I like him going around or over that K prop. And he's a guy, you mentioned the sticky stuff issue. Maybe my has been, you know, adversely affected or whatever. And we know a guy like Garrett Cole has struggled, Chapman has struggled. So many guys have struggled. Walker Bueller hasn't struggled. His ERA since the sticky stuff crackdown is 2.05. And he has struck out 60 batters in 57 innings. He has actually gotten better. He's pitching his best. So I don't think there's any worry with that. He has good history pitching deep into games against the Giants. Giants strike out a lot. I I like this one tonight. Walker Bueller over six and a half strikeouts. I love that pick. And I'll tell you why. And it's actually something you brought up earlier when we were talking about when we previewed this game. And it's that simply the guys that are out, Brandon Crawford, Guys that are starting this game are not your normal starting Giants. Walker Bueller, I think, is going to go eight innings, and I don't only like the over for that line. I like the prop of him getting to double-digit Ks tonight. I think there's decent value, plus 300 to do it. I think Walker Bueller is going to get double-digit Ks tonight in a dominant, long performance. That's a good one. Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't even think of it. And you could probably find... Uh, you could probably name your own strikeouts on, on some of these books and, and pick it to that. You probably get incredible value on a Walker Bueller to do something like that. Um, yeah, right now, if you go to points bet, how about this one uh, for you? You said double digits? Yes. At points bet, you, if you did Walker Bueller, Walker Bueller to record 10 plus strikeouts, you get it at plus 300. Yep. They give you three That's- to one on that. It's exactly what I was looking at points bet. And I had that plus 300. I love the value of it. And I just really, honestly, I think he's going to go even further. I think he's going to throw up a 12 spot on K's. Uh, how about the other side of this matchup? We mentioned earlier, Dave Sclafani, who's had, I mean, really, it, you know, the Giants have done pretty incredible with finding these pitchers, kind of polishing them up and uh, making them good again. Like Dave Sclafani last year, like a six ERA for the Reds. He goes to the Giants. His ERA is 2-7. Really only one bad start all year. It was against the Dodgers, though. And if you look at it, his K-prop tonight, Cody, is five and a half for uh, Dave Sclafani. And he's made three starts against the Giants this year. And this is his strikeout totals. Five, three, and he also struck out only, what was it, in the game he gave a million runs. Um, five, three, and, and, and barely any in the other ones because he struggled in that game. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong guy. Sorry. So he had three strikeouts against the Dodgers in May. He had three strikeouts against the Dodgers in May. And then a couple of weeks ago, he had six. So three, three, and six. Two of his three starts, not great. I I would lean tonight under with Dave Sclafani's strikeouts against the Dodgers. So would I, especially after the, the way the Dodgers and Giants game ended last night. This team is going to be attacking early. I don't think they're going to be watching too many pitches. So I really like that pick as well. And he's not um, a guy like, for as good as he is, he's not a guy that, you know, Dave Sclafani rarely – Maybe, maybe once this year, maybe not even at all, as he got the double digits. You know, even when he gets his Ks, it's like eight, seven, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. fly over it. So we're on the same page here under Dave Scalfani. You know what? I got another prop, and it's something you actually mentioned earlier in the show, and you convinced me, and you're right. I, I was very hesitant on the Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies 
uh, over under. However, that first five innings for Charlie Morton, I really, really, really do like. I think you're going to get a lot of value with that. And obviously, it's not a prop, but the money line for that Atlanta Braves team today, I really think Charlie Morton's going to pitch one hell of a game. Yeah, and he's been good lately. It's funny. I keep seeing his name pop up, and, and I don't think the Braves are going to pivot to sell because I think they're I just think too so – yeah, they, they want to – Anthopolis always wants to try. Uh, and But if they did, like if they had a bad week here, I, I feel like Charlie Morton would like jump up to the top. of like, Think about the pitchers available. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it, assuming Scherzer's not on the market, if you if you throw Charlie Morton on there, that's a game changer. Like the Dodgers Huge. who need an arm, he'd be amazing there. Yeah, no, he would be probably – he would actually get one more of a hole than even Kimbrell would probably get, and everybody would want him. Everybody. You mentioned the Dodgers right out the gate. Yeah, they could use him. The Padres could use him. The Giants could use him. The Yankees could use him. The Red Sox could use him. There's not a single competing team right now, honestly, that couldn't really use Charlie Morton. But I really like how the Braves do everything because look at their contracts up and down. They're not a team that's strapped for cash. They could easily move somebody – and get back a decent haul and still be ready to compete next year. Yeah, it's almost like they're always thinking ahead. They they, don't, they never pin themselves down with a bad deal. And by the way, Shohei Otani, two for five with a home run in his career off of Kenta Maeda. Uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe a Shohei home run prop will make its way into the lightning bet. That one is interesting. Uh, last thing I thought of with, with the props tonight, I do like the Red Sox early in this game. Uh, they're a top 10 offense against left-handed pitching. Montgomery going for the Yankees. I mentioned the, the Bogarts prop with the home run. But I mean, they hit Robbie Ray last night. That's that's you know that makes got to make you feel like all right, we're we're swinging the bats pretty well. And that Red Sox lineup, I just they're relentless up and down. Even their role players, just like Kike Hernandez, like a guy like that, he's just a pain in the neck. They really do well against lefties. Kike does, and obviously their big their big hitters can hit anybody. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I I really think that this is an offense that is not going to stop anytime soon. The question is for this team specifically, is what are they going to do on the mound? What kind of you know Chris Sale just pitched a gem the other day in his Double A start uh, for the Portland Sea Dogs, so they're getting Chris Sale back, and they don't even need the best version of Chris Sale to come back. They need a good solid pitcher. Really, is all they need. That's how good their offense have been. If they get back Chris Sale and get another starting arm and maybe even one reliever during this uh, trade deadline. That team is going to run away with it. And right now, the Blue Jays are starting to fall off a tick. And they're a team that I'm really expecting a big second half. Yeah, they struck. They, this was a big week for them. And they they kind of dropped the ball to start it off against the Red Sox. They did not pitch well enough. And they lost the one game because the rain. That AL East is going to be fun. Do the Rays have enough pitching? Do the Red Sox have enough pitching? And then, you know, we, well, we had Joe Osborne on yesterday. said the Yankees 20 to 1. And both of us were like, what? But. They won again. They're, they're, the Yankees are as hot as they've been in a couple months. Well, I think this weekend will we'll, is that fool's gold? We'll find out because they go to Boston now. I'm a little. I want to do it. I want to say, yeah, I think we've turned a corner. But that's how they always get you, and that's how the Yankees will end up on the all mush team. Oh, that well, yeah. How about chat? You could throw Chapman on there. There's there's a lot of those guys on the Yankees right now who are struggling. All right, on the other side, we got to have some fun with some NFL player prop combos we're gonna play a little tail or fade coming up next as training camp opens we are about what, 50 days away from the nfl season opening i can't wait tail or fade on some player prop combos that's coming up next joe Gilio, cody decker this is betql daily as always right here on the betql network